Hey everybody, welcome to This is Oro Valley. It's an exciting year we have going on. It is the 50th anniversary of the town. And so what we're going to be doing is using some of our podcasts to feature the history of the town. We're going to talk to important people, historical people who had a role to play in shaping the town that we live in. We're also going to check out some historical locations and generally get to the bottom of what makes Oro Valley the cool community that we live in. So this month is the kickoff of the anniversary celebrations, and we're going to begin shining a light on the historical happenings of the town. So I thought we could start way back at the very beginning. And when I say beginning, I am talking about that time period way back before Oro Valley Incorporated into what we know today. If you're unfamiliar with the history of the area we live in, it may surprise you to know that the Hohokam tribe once inhabited the land that our town rests on, and you can find traces of their civilization scattered throughout the town. So I spoke with Dick Egerding, who's been involved with the town in many capacities over the years. He's a history expert regarding the town, which makes sense, given that he's one of the founders of the OV Historical Society. Dick presented on the history of the town, which he breaks into three periods, the prehistoric period, the homesteading period, and incorporation and onward. You can view this presentation on the town's general plan website, ovpathforward.com, on the Who OV Is page, and I'll leave a link to the video in the show's description. Here is Dick speaking about the Hohokam people. There are three main periods in Oro Valley's history. The prehistoric period, European settlement, or the ranching period, and Oro Valley today. The Hohokam Indians initially inhabited Oro Valley, and their remains are still present. We do not know why the Hohokam left Oro Valley, as there was no written language, but their remains give some insight into their lives. The Hohokam were avid farmers who built extensive irrigation systems. They built ball courts, pit houses, and produced pottery either for their own use are for trade. A larger Hohokam site, known as Honeybee Village, is located near Rancho Vistoso Boulevard and Moore Road. It is open to the public, and if you haven't visited yet, I highly recommend it. Having heard Dick talk about the history of Oro Valley left me feeling a little bit naive, a little bit ignorant, and I wanted to check out some of these things that I haven't seen. So I set out on a hike with local historian Jim Williams to talk a little bit more about the Hohokam culture and civilization and the history of Oro Valley in the area of Honeybee Canyon. I learned and saw quite a few interesting things from Jim, including some information about grinding holes, also called bedrock mortars. And we found a few of these ancient circular depressions once used to turn mesquite pods and other things into grain. For those who want a visual example, check out the show notes for a link. Here's Jim speaking about those. Well, there, they, there were ancient people who were here, you know, uh, many thousands of years ago. And, you know, some of the archaeologists have, uh, you know, identified sites. But it was... The main group that there's evidence is the Hohokam, and they were here from like five or six hundred AD to maybe 
1400 AD and that, you know, you have honeybee, the honeybee preserve and you have what's up here is called Sleeping Snake Village, which is sort of right on the edge of the, um, the mountains. And then you have the Romero Ruins. Those are probably the three biggest sites. But I, I, uh, before they created the park, they had a group of archeologists came to come in to, state, to the state park. And they found over 36 places of habitation in the park. Some of them might've been te very temporary. Some of them might've been, you know, much longer. Well, the Indians would uh, grain corn and, and uh, other things that they grew and they could, uh, you know, take a stone and grind it and they would actually create a little hole. Jim also shared some information about early homesteaders that used Oro Valley to raise cattle. And he pointed out a couple of dams that we passed through that date back to the 20s on early maps. Here is Jim discussing these dams and the area surrounding them. Once again, see our show notes for a picture of our hiking group at the lower dam. The early maps from 1900 to 1922 say that George Push had a, a ranch here, a second ranch, steam pump ranch down there. And there were paths, oops, excuse me, paths going all the way up to here wow. from, from steam pump wow. ranch, um, which in those days they would have come up on a horse or with a wagon but it's definitely Push had a second ranch here. And this would probably, and this by the way, was all um, unsurveyed federal land. So he didn't own it. Right. He just squatted here and took what he wanted. Um, he established the second ranch up here. He probably had these two dams here and he probably had some kind of cattle, goats, sheep, who knows? Because if you look at some of the old records of him, he has these lists and he has lists of cattle, but he also has lists of goats and sheep. <laughs> Eventually, we reached the largest petroglyph and it was a pretty cool sight to behold. I've actually never seen this before, despite growing up in Oro Valley, and I'm glad that I finally made the trek out here. Our hiking group spent about 15 minutes admiring the different forms that are clearly visible on a large rock. It's really quite majestic. And you can see a picture of the rock in the show notes, and I've included a map to the petroglyph as well. Thanks to our guests today for providing their historical Oro Valley knowledge. And if you'd like more information about the history of Oro Valley, I'd recommend checking out Jim's book. It's titled Oro Valley, The First 50 Years, and you can find it at the Push House Museum at Steampump Ranch. Or I'd recommend attending some of the Oro Valley Historical Society events occurring this year during the 50th anniversary. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more 50th anniversary content in the coming months.